This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. We're with Mary Holm, personal finance expert, and she joins me now. Hi, Mary. Hi, Jesse. How's the weather in Auckland? Horrible. <laughs> it's disgusting. And I just pulled over in my car because I was driving into the studio, but the car was feeling a bit driving a bit funnily, and I thought I'm not going to go on the motorway like that, especially in this weather. I just thought I'd do it by cell phone instead. Hope you got yeah. a, an emergency fund, Mary. If something goes wrong with your car, you don't want to be hit with a bill you can't handle. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, thank you for coming on today. And um, we're going to do things a little differently because um, you've come across a quiz and some uh, some results from a quiz. Would you like to introduce it and then we'll start asking some questions? Sure, yeah. The, the Commission for Financial Capability, I think it was last week they released the results of a survey on sort of basic financial knowledge of New Zealanders. And I, in their report, it had the questions that they asked people, which is pretty, well, simple, I think, but only 22% of the people who who answered got them all correct. Um, and so I thought it might be quite interesting to see how our listeners do. I'm, I'm guessing that the, the sort of people who listen to this segment are probably people who are quite likely to get them all right, but uh, maybe not. Um, so should we ask, suggest people grab a pen and paper and jot yeah. down answers on uh, Either write down your answers, or if you like, you can um, put them into your phone and text or email them to me. Um, I'd be interested to see yeah. how you go, yeah. So um, you just play along. There's no prize apart from the prizes that you will... Uh, find out how much you know compared to the rest of New Zealand when it comes to money, which I, I would be pretty fascinated to hear. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah we, haven't, we should have tried to organise the prize, but, but, yeah, as you say, feeling good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't have a copy of your yeah. book uh, banging around there, Mary? Do you want to throw, throw in as a prize? Oh, look, look we could, couldn't we? Yeah, Putting you on the enough. spot? Putting you on the spot? Yeah, Mind, you know, there's a pl- plug in there for you. Okay, so Rich Enough by Mary Holm. Uh, yeah. Goes to and, um, yeah, and then you can just send me the address, and I can send it off to somebody. Yeah, okay, that's a great idea. Okay, yeah. it's called Rich Enough: A Laid Back Guide for Every Kiwi. Okay, yeah, and uh, if you don't want it, you can buy one for Christmas. So, um, sure. Okay, do you want to do the questions, or shall I? Sure, I'll do the questions if you like, and then you read out the. Options, Every, everyone who texts in, um, right or wrong, will go into the draw for this book. In fact, it's arguable that uh, if you get none of them right, you might need the book more. But anyway, over to you. <laughs> yes, that's quite right. Yeah, so uh, so I'll read the questions out and then you can read the... Because some of them have optional answers. Okay. Should we do it that way? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, there's a sort of introductory question which just is, is to get people into the picture. So that says... Imagine that five brothers are given a gift of $1,000. If the brothers have to share the money equally, how much does each one get? Okay, so you've got to think of that. that you can write that down, but that's not actually part of the official quiz. But then the next question says, Now imagine that the brothers have to wait for one year to get their share of the $1,000. 
So there's five of them and they've got $1,000, so they've shared it up between them. They've got to wait for a year to get their share of the money. And inflation is at 3%. In a year's time, will they be able to buy? And we've got three options. Do you want to read those out? Yeah. More than their share of the money than they could buy, more with their share of the money than they could buy today, the same amount or less than they could buy today. So you could just put one, two or three, if you like, in there. If inflation is at 3% and they have $1,000 and they have to wait for a year to spend it or to get it, um, will they be able to buy more with their share of their money in a year or the same amount or less? Great. Put yep. that in your little text. Yep. Tech, wait and send the, send the text off all together at the end, if you like. Yep. Go ahead. Yep. So next question is, you lend $25 to a friend one evening and he gives you $25 back the next day. How much interest has he paid on this loan? Mm-hmm. Um, there's no options on that. It's pretty easy, that one. <laughs> anyway, um, so and then the question after that is, suppose you put $100 into a no-fee savings account. With it, so ignore the no-fee, but actually it's... It's not relevant. So suppose you put $100 into a savings account with a guaranteed interest rate of 2% a year. You don't make any further payments into this account and you don't withdraw any money. How much would be in the account at the end of the first year once the interest payment has been made? So it's $100, interest rate of 2%, how much have you got at the end of the year? Great, that's question three, unless you put in the answer to the introductory question there. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that just needs a, a dollar figure on it. And then question four, how much would be in the account at the end of five years, remembering there are no fees? So that you've got some options on that. So that just to go back, it's $100 at 2% a year. And For we want five to years. Know how much would be in at the end of five years, and then you've got to give them some options, Jesse. Okay. Uh, so is it more than $110, exactly $110, less than $110, or it's impossible to tell from the information given? So you can put a one, two, three, or a four. More Number one is more than 110. Number two is exactly 110. Three is less than 110. And four is it's impossible to tell from the information given. That's a good one. That's getting more like it, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to five. There are seven altogether, by the way, everybody. Um, Number five is an investment with a higher higher than average return is likely to have higher than average risk. Is that true or false? Great. An investment with a higher than average return is likely to have a higher than average risk. True or false? Good one. Yep. Yep. And the next one is also true or false. This one says, this is question six, high inflation means that the cost of living is increasing rapidly. Is that true or false? Remember high inflation? High inflation, I suppose high house, we've had high house inflation, haven't we? High inflation means that the cost of living is increasing rapidly. Is that true or false? Thank you. Yep. Yep. And You're doing a great way. job of reading these questions. I'm just repeating them because you're on the phone and sometimes I'm surprised how often people like think quiz, quiz questions repeated when I'm running quizzes, so I'm just making sure yeah, everyone gets a yeah, chance. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Yeah. Um, 
now the last one, another, another true or false one, it is less likely that you will lose all of your money if you save it in more than one place. Mm. Is that true or false? So, Jesse, you might want to repeat that one too. Yeah. So is it true or false? It's less likely that you will lose all your money if you save it in more than one place. And I guess that means, just to make it really clear, save parts of it in different places, right? You can't yeah. save yeah. $100 twice, but you can save $50 yeah. in one place and $50 in another. <laughs> Quite, yeah, yeah, very good. Um, now, should we give those answers now or wait a bit and um, talk a bit about them? I think um, well, well. Let's just let's just have a quick comment on maybe you can tell us how how many people or how people did as a whole in the uh, in the survey they did. Yeah. You can, and by the way, you can text your answers into two one zero one everyone if you want to be in the draw for that book of Mary's that I just stole and gave away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, no. The twenty two percent answered all of them correctly, which is quite low, really. But two thirds of people got five out of seven, or six, five, six, or seven out of seven. So two thirds of them got most of them right. But there are just a couple of other interesting points. The older you were, the more likely you were to do well. Um, yeah. But twice as many men answered everything correctly as women, and um, and that difference increased with age. So young people, the men and the women, were about the same. But as, as people got older, the older women did a lot worse than the older men, which hmm. is quite distressing, really. What does that tell um, you? Well, and, and, and what's more, uh, women who have children have lower financial scores than women without children, and single women with no children have the highest of all, the women. So... The women with children are doing the worst of all, and that really worried me when I read that. I thought, oh, gosh, it's, it seems like the men and women start out sort of equal when they're young, both both of them not knowing a heck of a lot of financial knowledge, and then the men pick up more, and the women not as much, especially if they've got children. And it just worries me that women are still, in this day and age, kind of relying on their their man to be the one that runs the money. And but they, you know, tell themselves that money's too hard and and they're not on top of it. And, and therefore sometimes end up trapped in a relationship that, because it's quite hard to leave because they feel yeah. financially incompetent, you know. Yeah. What okay. do you think? What do you make of it? Yeah, I, well, I just... Um I'm making it up, really, but in our house, and I think in a lot of households, you just take on certain roles. Um, yes. Not not always gendered, but uh, but often gendered, I suppose, in 2020. And so, you know, um, I do the cooking, and my wife does the washing, and you know, I, it's my job to pay the bills. She could do it, but I guess if we marry, you know, we had another 20 years of marriage, it would be so entrenched that that she might lose touch with, you know, what the um, what the bills are doing and. Yeah, and I suppose that happens in in other households to, to, to different extents. Yes, I think, and what's more, in quite a few households, women are actually the ones that pay the bills. I've seen surveys to show that, but they don't, um, you know, get involved in what we should do with the mortgage when it rolls over, or how we should invest our KiwiSaver things yeah. like that. So, the bill paying sometimes 
quite separate from the sort of bigger financial issues or the longer-term financial issues. Now, speaking yeah. of um, the health of my marriage, Mary, I'll just add that my wife cook, <laughs> cooks dinner for four children five nights a week when I'm at work and feeds them all. So uh, for me to say that I cook the uh, meals is probably not yeah, strictly yeah, accurate. Yeah I, yeah, I think your claim is... Yeah, I said something else earlier in the show today. I thought, oh, I'll get in trouble for that. I just said it off the top of my head. Um, Hey, so let's go through these answers because we're getting short on time now. So so, um, what are they? Um, The the question one, which was um, waiting for a year to to get an inflation stays at 3%, the answer is, is the third one that you've got less. You can buy less today than you could in the past. Yeah, but, but by the way, the brothers um, are getting $200 each for people who are interested, yep. Yes, yeah, and only 45% of people got that right, so if you got that wrong, um, you're in pretty good company, which is which is shocking. Mm. I think, um, the that, when it, when inflation is at 3%, you would expect people to know that your money is worth less at the end of the year, yes. but but only about half of people do. Interesting, eh? yeah. Yes, unless they just got confused by the question. Right? Yeah. yeah. The next one, um, you lend twenty five dollars to a friend and get twenty five dollars back the next day. Um, how much interest has he paid? Zero is the answer, and most people, ninety five percent, got that right. I should mm-hmm. hope so. Um, suppose you put a hundred dollars into an account with interest rate of two percent. How much will be in the account at the end of the year? The answer is one hundred and two dollars, and seventy four percent got that one right. Yeah. Um, how much at the end of five years? The answer is more than $110. That was the first option there. And 57, only 57% got that one right. That's Can you explain that? Because people will think, well, if 2% is $2, surely after five years that'll be $10. Yes, but but there's compound interest going on. The, uh, on the, the interest that you've been earning in the meantime in the first, second and third and fourth years you're also earning interest on that money. It's all compounding up. Yeah. And so that's why you end up with more than 110 rather than exactly 110. Cool. On that one. And then question five. Investment with higher than average return has a higher than average risk. That's correct. 93% got that, so most people understood that one. Um, high inflation means the cost of living is increasing rapidly. That's also true, and 90% got that right. And then the last one, less likely that you will lose all of your money if you save it in more than one place, which, of course, is diversification, which you and I talk about all the time. That's true. Um, only two-thirds of people got that right, though. So, so yeah, it'll be interesting to know how, how our listeners have done on this, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll send you an anonymised set of uh, data and I'll also send you a winner. That's all we've got time for, Mary, but thanks. Uh, it was fun to do a little quiz today. It really appreciate fun. it. Yeah. Okay, see you, Jesse. And, th- and thanks for volunteering your book as a prize, sort of. Uh, <laughs> sure. Really Thank appreciate you, it. That's good. That's Mary Holm, who's in every couple of weeks on a Thursday uh, with financial expertise.